everybody welcome back to q-tips we are the video store junkies and we are back once again in 2024 to bring you some new and amazing selections to watch and streaming and we're going to jump right into it and i will pass it to zach oh god i'm, I'm not ready can you <laughs> pass it to someone? no i'm just kidding uh <laughs> you want me to pass it to paul instead no, 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 I got this. Um, okay, so yeah, I've been gone for two weeks. Uh, my brain is semi-functional. And I was planning on kicking this episode off with uh, recommendations for uh, one of my favorite actors of all time because he just passed away in December. I'm, of course, talking about Andre Brower. I think he's, uh, I guess I'd say he's underrated. I, I know that, like, everyone... I guess thinks that he's a great actor, but I just I just never saw him talked about a whole lot. So I'm gonna I'm gonna say he's he's one of the most underrated actors of our time. And uh, I, I so I was gonna recommend so he's been so much good stuff. I was gonna I was going down the list. I was gonna recommend Homicide: Life on the Street. I think I've mentioned this before. One of my favorite shows of all time. And uh, he's it's it's the show that introduced me to him, and he's absolutely brilliant in it. Uh, unfortunately, that's not streaming anywhere. <laughs> So um, maybe I'll maybe I'll instead I'm going to recommend uh, another show, uh, a very underseen show called Thief. Oh wait, no, that's not streaming anywhere either. Uh, okay, okay, maybe I'll, I'll recommend something. I recommend a movie that we've talked about before, uh, 2007's The Mist. Uh, Frank Darabont's Stephen King adapt. Oh no, sorry, that's only on Stars. No one has Stars. I can't recommend that. Um, <laughs> oh God, let me see. Uh, okay, oh oh okay. So so Brower, he was a, a serious dramatic actor. Uh, early on in his career, and he kind of reinvented himself uh, in comedic roles in the last decade or so. So uh, I think I will recommend uh, one of my favorite comedies of the last decade, Brooklyn Nine. Oh no, I, that's only a stream on Peacock. No one has Peacock. Okay, okay, okay. Surely, surely the <laughs> multi-Oscar uh, Academy Award-winning uh, film. I, I think it was his debut. Uh, if not, it was one of his earliest films. Uh, 1989's Glory is definitely streaming. Every, no, it's, it's not streaming anywhere. <sighs> okay, okay. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna say uh, I can't recommend any, any of. Oh, wait, maybe, maybe I'll. <laughs> I actually, actually, I'll recommend the only thing that uh, I I can find streaming anywhere that has Andre Brower in it. So, uh, so uh, g uh, this weekend you should watch uh, 2007's Fantastic Four: Rise of the Silver Surfer on Disney Plus. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> Uh, so okay so anyways yeah I, i'm sorry i'm doing a bit here it's it's way too long already i will say uh i i given up on on uh, homicide ever coming to streaming and i did go buy it on dvd apparently you can get the entire series for like 60 bucks so uh, i would recommend anyone who wants to watch that show go just just buy it um anyways i, I apologize i'm i'm eating up so much time uh, so instead i will actually recommend a film that is streaming and uh i, I would say neither of the actors in it are uh, as good as Andre Brower. That's just because I don't think any living actor uh, is as good as Andre Brower. Um, however, uh, Mr. Mr. Russell Crowe and Ryan Gosling, uh, they, they do a pretty decent job in, in the film I'm actually going to recommend today. Um, these are these are a couple of guys who, uh, one of them is a private detective and uh, one of them is, uh, I, don't, I don't know exactly what he is supposed to be, but he's a guy who... Uh, Basically, go, uh, you can pay him to go around punching uh, to punch people. So that's that's uh, if I remember correctly, that that that's his job. Uh, and I'm of course talking about 2016's The Nice Guys. Uh, the 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 idea here is that Gosling and Crow uh, they start off 
<laughs> it's kind of antagonist because uh, Russell Crowe breaks Ryan Gosling's arm in the first scene where they meet because uh, he thinks that Ryan Gosling is stalking a girl that has paid him to uh, tell people to stop stalking her. But it turns out that things are a little bit more complicated than that. Um, it, uh, Yeah, I, I don't know what else to say about this. This is a film that... Uh, I, I, have, I have heard a lot of people talk about and like everyone raised about it. It was, it's one of those movies that did not do well in theaters and uh, it's definitely found like a little cult following on, uh, on streaming. It is written and directed by Shane Black and it is definitely one of his uh, it's, it's a very Shane Black script in a good way. Uh, I think that, you know, he's had his, his share of misses over the years, but this is definitely uh, kind of one of those, one of those movies that reminds you uh, why he was such a hot screenwriter at one time. Uh, so anyways, the nice guys it's streaming on Netflix. Uh, yeah. Uh, I, uh, once again, that, that is the film I am actually recommending. I apologize for opening with such a long bit. It's the nice guys. It's on Netflix. Uh, it's a lot of fun. It's, uh, yeah, it's, it's, a uh, it's, it's worth checking out. And, uh, speaking of things worth checking out, I will pass this over to Paul. Why? Thank you, Zach. Um, my theme today is, you know, you better keep an eye on Barry Keoghan. Um, <laughs> and it's apparently pronounced Keoghan. Apparently in, in uh, Ireland, it's normally pronounced Keoghan, but he's from Dublin and they pronounce it Keoghan. Just in case you want to know. Um, <laughs> and speaking of which, the first film is that I recommend is by director uh, Yorgos Lanthimos. And it's The Killing of the Sacred Deer from 2017. Uh, or it's Killing of a Sacred Deer, 2017, and it's on Netflix, Fubo, Paramount Plus with Showtime, Hoopla, Canopy, and DirecTV. So this one's sort of a thriller, mystery, suspense, maybe? Uh, horror? Depends upon what you ask. Um, and it stars Colin Farrell as a um, cardiac surgeon and Nicole Kidman, his wife, as his wife. And Carrie, Barry Keoghan is a teenager who... Colin Farrell has an interesting relationship with, and it's not quite the way you think it might be, but um, yeah, there's, it's, I don't want to say too much without giving away, but there are, uh, there's threats, potential sacrifice. How about I'll tell you this? I'll, I'll tell you this. And it's, it's based on the play Iphigenia and Aulis by Euripides. And you guys know what I always say about Euripides. <laughs> Euripides pants, Eumenides pants. Anyway. <laughs> So oh uh, <laughs> enough of that. So if you want to know what sort of it's about, you can look that play up. But it's really good. It's very effective. Uh, it's 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 definitely it's Yorgos Lanthimos. So if you're familiar with this stuff, it can be a little odd, um, to say the least. Speaking of which, if you get a chance, go see Poor Things by Yorgos Lanthimos. That's his current film in the theater. It is absolutely fantastic. Quite quite a bit different from this one. And, and very funny. This film is not funny. Um, but uh, speaking of Barry Keoghan and Yorgo Lanthimos and people whose last names are sometimes mispronounced, I'll pass this to Renee. <laughs> it's very funny. It's very true. So my next film, my next film, nope, it's my first film. <laughs> my first recommendation is a fun little film from 2023, and it's an Indonesian film, and it is called Spirit Doll. Yay! Yeah, it so it's really interesting the way it opens. It's uh, this actress. She's a very well-known horror actress, and she has starred in a film where a child has passed away and has taken the form of this doll. And the mother has become really attached to this doll in a really 
just a just a not, in a not good kind of way. And unfortunately, after a tragic accident uh, in her home, Leif begins to imitate art a little bit. In the middle of all this, this poor woman is dealing with a lot of interpersonal drama. Uh, and I honestly, I don't want to give away too much. It's it's just kind of all over the place, but it's good and it's crazy. And the, the kid who is um, this doll character, she's great. And uh, yeah, this movie is called Spirit Doll and you can find it on Amazon. And I will uh, reluctantly pass this back to Zach. No, I'm just kidding. I'll pass this back to Zach. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, okay, I, I promise I'm not going to do another 12 minute bit. Uh, I, I've got a, I've got a second, uh, I've got a bit of a, a Shane Black double feature uh, today. So, uh, or for this week, so I mentioned uh, Shane Black was uh, one of the hottest screenwriters in the 90s. Uh, if, for those of you who don't know, um, he, uh, he's, he's gone on to uh, do a lot of directing. Um, but early in his career, he was uh, he wrote uh, well, Lethal Weapon, Lethal Weapon. Uh, oh no, sorry, he just wrote the first one. I was going to say Lethal Weapon two. He didn't. He did not write that. Uh, but no, he wrote Lethal Weapon. He wrote the Last Boy Scout. Uh, he was just a uh, he was he was just like on fire in the nineties. And uh, in fact, at one point, he was paid a then record, and I think it might actually still be a record. I'm not sure, uh, but he was paid four million dollars for a single script. Um, and I, am happy to report that the movie that the, that was filmed with a script is actually pretty decent. And it's, uh, I don't want to say forgotten, but I feel like this is a movie that doesn't get talked about a lot. Um, but I think it's good fun and it's got a great cast. You've got Samuel L. Jackson and Gina Davis. Uh, that's right. I'm talking about the long kiss. Good night from 1996. Uh, Gina Davis is just a, a small town, uh, woman. She's got a, a uh, uh, husband. She's. I think she's got kids, um, but she's got one weird thing where uh, she's got amnesia uh, after. I think. I think she remembers like I don't know seven or eight years, and then before that, it's all blank. Um, so one day, uh, her memories start to come back, and lo and behold, uh, she was uh, something of a uh, a secret agent, uh, assassin type character. And uh, it turns out that that people are are coming after her because they found her, and now she has to uh, kind of reactivate all of her skills to survive. Uh, this is a lot of fun. I mean, you, Samuel Jackson and Gina Davis are great in this movie. They're you know both kind of at the the height of their uh, their abilities here. Uh, this one was not directed by Shane Black like the other one, but it was directed by Rennie Harlan who uh, say what you will about him. I think this is actually, this movie did not do super great. And I think uh, this and, um, oh my God, what's the the other movie? Uh, uh, Cutthroat Island, he did that right before this. I think the, those two movies uh, basically sunk his career, but uh, mm. I don't I don't care. I don't care what you say. I'm still a, still a little bit of a Harlan head. I think he's got some, mm. some good hits under his belt. Um, so yeah, uh, this one is playing on, oh man, let me see. Oh yeah, it's playing on Tubi, of course, because every, that's like the only place that you can actually find anything these days, uh, if you can find it. Uh, so yeah, uh, One Kiss Goodnight, it's, it's a fun action film. Uh, like I said, I think it's overshadowed by a lot of the other action films of, uh, the mid nineties, but it's definitely worth checking out because it's a lot of fun. So, uh, speaking of, uh, things that peaked in the 90s, I will pass it over to Paul. Oh, sorry. I'll pass it over to Paul. 
<laughs> thanks, Zach. I guess thanks. Uh, maybe? Nah, well, anyway. <laughs> so, my look, second... Look, my I, second I, I peaked in the 90s, and I was only, like, 13, so... <laughs> Well, I'm not one to talk. um, No, that's all right. Speaking of the 90s, actually, this is this one actually takes place. My next film actually takes place in the early 2000s, so it was almost the 90s. Um, And uh, (laughs) again, it's it's along the theme of better keep your eye on Barry Keoghan. And this film is Saltburn, currently playing on Prime Video. Uh, This is written and directed by uh, Emerald Fennel. Yeah, Fennel. Yeah, Fennel, who did uh, A Promising Young Woman. And this is a mystery, suspense, drama, thriller, comedy. There's definitely some some humorous moments in this one, certainly. Um, and it's about a, a young man at Oxford. He's from more common background. And he sort of becomes infatuated with, and that's played by Barry Keoghan. And he gets infatuated by a, a classmate um, who's rather dashing and... Uh, very uh, popular uh, Felix played by uh, Jacob uh, Lordy from Euphoria and uh, Priscilla. And uh, so Felix takes, takes uh, this character, Barry Kilgan's character, Oliver back to his family manor of Saltburn, which is imagine, imagine sort of like Brideshead V revisited or Downton Abbey, that sort of English manor, but a little bit kind of on the slightly decaying side, not really decaying, but, uh, you know, not the best of times where it was, uh, and his his uh, and and he meets his family, and I just want to leave it at that. And as you're watching it, you're like, something's not right, and somebody is playing somebody. Somebody's zooming somebody, and that's sort of the question: is who's zooming who? Uh, it is. It definitely has some moments that are intentionally to be why that was outrageous, and it depends upon how you're feeling about that. But I think it works for this film. Uh, and it was real, it's, it's fun in kind of a sick way. Um, this was one where my mom had watched halfway through it and called me up and said, oh, we need to talk about this when I'm done. <laughs> it is, uh, all I can say is it's, it's worth a watch. It's also interesting because the, it's shot in almost like a, a, a not, not as widescreen uh, aspect ratio, more like almost like your standard definition TV aspect ratio. And uh, I saw this at the Alamo with a Q&A by a live stream Q&A by Emerald Fennel. And she said she did that so people would kind of feel like they were peeking in at what was going on. Anyway, really kind of fun and sick and twisted and will make you kind of cringe, but in good ways. And uh, with just terrible, terrible, terrible people in it. And uh, I highly recommend it. It's Saltburn, and it's on Prime Video. And talking about somebody who is not a terrible person, I will pass this to Renee. Uh, (laughs) Thank you so much. So my second recommendation is just a bizarre fever dream of a movie. It's a group of teenagers. You know, it's summertime. They're hitting up the amusement park, and they're out on the boat just having having a great time. And unfortunately, they hit some rocks and the boat takes on water and they have to bail out. But luckily, there is an island nearby and they all were able to make it to this island. And even more lucky, there's a hotel on this island. Unfortunately, it is abandoned. Well, relatively abandoned. There are ghosts of some people from a 1960s New Year's Eve party that are hanging out and they are there to... Uh, you know, cause some problems, basically. It has ghosts. It has zombies. 
It has greasers, laugh tracks. <laughs> it has bad effects. It has good effects. And thank God at the end, it has some exposition so that you can tell what the <laughs> hell is going on. And you know what all that is. That's a recipe for romance. Did I, did I do that right? <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's right, it is. And if that song doesn't get stuck in your head uh, just by Zach's amazing rendition, it <laughs> certainly will by the end of this movie because they play it about 15 times. So my uh, suggestion is Bloody New Year from 1987, and you can watch that on Tubi or Zach's favorite streaming service, the Aeroplayer, or Plex. And uh, I highly recommend it. It is so bizarre, and it, but it's really good. <laughs> And just a really bizarre kind of, like I said, kind of a bizarre fever dream way. So yeah, Bloody New Year, available on Tubi. Yay! Yeah, I guess that's it. Does does anybody have anything they want to say <laughs> or sing? I do have a song that was, was featured in Saltburn, if you want. There's actually a, a, a pretty cool extended tracking shot that my mom really appreciated in it. And it, it goes along with the song. It's 2001's hit. Murder on the dance floor. It's murder on the dance floor. But you better not kill the groove. DJ gonna burn. weekend of january 5th 2024 paul has recommended the killing of a sacred deer available on netflix fubo hoopla and showtime and Saltburn, available on prime video i recommended spirit doll also available on prime video and bloody new year available on tubi aeroplayer flex and flicks flings zachary recommended the nice guys available on netflix and the long kiss goodnight Available on Tuesday. 